You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, happy new year again to you, because of course we were with you on Friday. Happy Monday, another week of a new year. How's 2021 going for everybody? Bianco? Are we in a new year? Are you sure? I don't even know. I still don't know what day it is, and apparently neither do you. No, I, I I do, but I just remembered that we did a show on Friday and we wished everyone Happy New Year then yeah. and we're doing it again, so. Uh, no, I'm talking more about this morning. If the Fast and the Furious are uh, casting for their next movie, Bianca and I can definitely um, yeah. pitch in on that, guys. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Here is our brekkie banger to start 2021. One. One. The weekend wrap. Wrap it up. How was your weekend? Look, I mean... You would think by now that this whole, like, trading period's over, I'd have more of a weekend. Nah, work the whole weekend. But you know what? That's fine. Well, it was the same for me. I worked across the whole weekend, too, after working a five-day week last week, which Mm. is very rare for me. Yeah, seven days. How are you feeling? Look, I've been better. Yeah? I'm not going to lie. I've felt better. Yep. I do feel a little wrecked this morning, but I'll push on. Good for you. I'm okay. I yeah. made it here by seven, and that's <laughs> all that matters. There's a little bit of doubt there. Oh, my gosh. You're lucky to have both of us here. <laughs> I, I may or may not have woken up finally at 6.30. My um, solo career almost took off this morning, the two hours of Paola. The good news is I made it. You did make it. I made it. And ironically enough... You made it here before me as well. Yes. Uh, I have no idea how that happened. That was incredible. But anyway, we live, we survive. But then again, men generally get oh. ready quicker than women. See, that's the thing. If I woke up at 6.30, game over. Not happening. Yeah, but fortunately, just, you know, quick shower, quick change, quickly get my right headphones and I'm here. And you're here. And I'm here. Here I am. Physically. Here I am. Unsure. Okay, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> here I am, baby. 2021. First day I'm of the year. Really not seeing a difference between first show 2021. Not first day of the year. First day no. of the year for second day of the year for us. Do you want to go home? No, I'm fine. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> I've got plenty to talk about. Me too. But anyway, Bayside, we want to hear 0404-000-736. What did you get up to across the weekend? I had a couple of nice dinners across the weekend did too. Did you? Me yeah. too, actually. Yeah. 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 I'm trying though. Today is my day. I'm getting back on the healthy eating and exercise and everything. Here we my go. My goodness. Here we go. 10 minutes past seven on the 4th of January, 2021. I'm getting back on the healthy no, eating. It's happening, guys. It's happening. Are you sure? Yeah. It's been it's been a festive season. I've really embraced it and maybe a little bit too Gee, much. I'm convinced I'd have to go into this now. 10 minutes past seven on the 4th of January. Radio Retail with Catherine Power, a day in the life of Catherine. Oh, no! Ten minutes past seven on the 4th of January 2021. Catherine has showed up late to her radio program and has made a decision for a year. She's going to diet. I'm not dieting, I'm eating better. She's going to eat better. I did say last night I was going to start running. That's not happening. I woke up to that. And next week on the program... We'll find out whether or not Catherine actually has been going well with her eating. Or not. All these developments and more. Is on, this going to be around all 2021? On Radio. <laughs> the segment that no. describes a day in the life of Catherine Powell. 
That's what we're covering here on 88.3 Southern Is FM. that what you think the score of my life is, that song? Pretty much. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. See, kids, you wake up thinking it's bad and it turns out it's even worse. If you didn't think the, <laughs> the day in the life sounded like this for you, it sounds like it now. <laughs> Carl and Catherine, we're with you. We don't stop. We don't stop. We're always here. We actually are, you poor thing. Although, in saying that, the next couple of Fridays we're taking off, we just thought Mondays were more important, so... Bianco's actually got his Hawaiian shirt on him now, because he's having his one day off. Oh, man. Oh. We've just been like Clydesdales, the two of us. We've just been trotting. Well, they don't really trot, just plowing along. Yeah. Our producer's on a holiday. I've never been happier to just be chilling. Yeah. I'm still in holiday mode. I reckon on the socials we should show what are we doing on our casual Friday. You know what I've got in the house now? Hammock. uh, Sorry, excuse me? I've got a hammock. A hammock? Uh Uh-huh. In my backyard. Game changer, guys. That's where I'll be on my Friday. How's that working out for you? I love it. So good. Under a tree. I actually feel really relaxed now. (laughs) About to fall asleep. Let's turn that off. (laughs) All of a sudden... Ah, that's yep. enough of that. Back to reality. Back to reality. I wish it was as nice as Hawaii around here. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, look, I saw something on the socials because, of course, we love going to the socials for things. We do. AFL footballer Stephen May, he made a post yesterday about his dearly beloved girlfriend. Now, she's put a lot of prep into a meal. You know, when you're in a relationship yep. and... You're getting to that point now where you trust your partner. You think you can trust your partner oh, to no. make food. Anyway, so she's made some kind of meal. She's then gone into the shower or gone to get ready, and he's decided to open the lid and taste it. Oh, nah, didn't no. like the taste of it. He's like, taste funky. He put the put the question out on social media. Said, "What do I do? Do I tell her that it tastes bad? Oh no! Or can you give me advice? What can I put into it to make it taste better? Yeah." Anyway, all these people were liking it. Everyone was having a laugh, and it was quite funny. And until to make, she saw it, well, until she saw it, and to make things even better, he goes to follow up post. So I've decided to get rideshare delivered food. Oh no! And I'm now single. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. See, this is the thing. Okay, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Guys are the worst critics when it comes to that sort of stuff, oh. particularly young guys. So if you're at a point in a relationship or whether it's just like that one friend like you, Bianco, that continues to roast you. Do you know what happened though? You do not want to I was really frustrated on Saturday night at my location where I had dinner to the point where people were looking at me like... My, as in, oh, well, you were Karen. My family members and stuff, they were, they were really disgusted in my actions. Why? What did you do? I just I was heavily critical of the service oh, because no, I went to I went to a local establishment that has gone through a bit of a rebrand and a change lately mm-hmm. and I was used to the old way. So look, the quality of the food was amazing. Yep. But I was disappointed with my quantity. Oh, okay. And I asked for a pint and I got a schooner. Oh. See that's your like what does it take to to I ask for small things, and yet I don't receive them. Oh, you're actually asking for big things. That was your problem. The good thing, though, I did ask for aioli with my food. They managed to deliver that. But was so it good aioli? Was that right? Yeah. Actually, the quantity of the aioli was a little low by their standards. Yeah. It actually was. 
There was pros and there was cons. Can you please do me a favour? In 2021, you need to start an Instagram account where you review food. Also, there was three palmers on the table. I got the worst palmer. I got the smallest quantity palmer and the smallest amount of chips. You want to have a nice-sized palmer and a nice lot of chips, and the chips should not be underneath the palmer. Well, wrong on both levels. Small palmer and not enough chips. Get better. You know who you are, local establishment. And customer service-wise, don't employ – well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to tell you who you should and shouldn't employ, but employ people that are capable because these people – they didn't do it for me, unfortunately. I really hope they're listening this morning. Good morning to you if you are. I really hope they are too because they could learn a thing or two. You could learn a thing. When was the last time you whipped up a palmer? Well, I'm not talking about the chefs. The chefs did their job and they actually did a good job because the food quality has improved. Yep. I'll give them that much. Yeah. But I was quite disappointed with the service. The thing is, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll end on this note, okay? And we're talking about when your partner has made you a meal and you've realized it's not as great as what it actually yep. is. What do you do? Do you order your own food or do you try and make it tastier? If you've ever done it, or let us you know. just like grin and bear it, guys. Come on. Zero four zero four triple zero seven three six. That's the number you can get us on. Yes. Anytime. Anywhere. Well, until nine. Then we're out of here. Pretty much. Then you're texting whoever. Yeah. But I'd love to know if you found yourself in a similar situation. Yeah. My girlfriend cooked for me once. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Good actually. Oh, she went above and beyond for me. Well, actually, she didn't, but it felt like it because she cooked a bowl of chips. That's not cooking. <laughs> Gosh, apparently, he's single now, ladies, and apparently very easily impressed. My ex-girlfriend, should I yeah. say. My ex-girlfriend. A lot can change in Jeez. how many days, two days. The way I said that yeah. sounded like I actually had a girlfriend. No. <laughs> that hasn't happened in five years. She's cooking chips for somebody else now. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning, the first Monday for 2021. Oh, yeah. That's what we're going with. I predicted you were going to say that, Bianco. Did you? And you know why? Why is that? Because we know that I love a good psychic story around you. I was going to say, is your motivational psych back in your life? It is. I can feel it, but I've decided that I'm going in a different direction this year. Catherine, you're going in this direction. (laughs) I see this in your future. That was beautiful, actually. That was really moving. Thank you. Thank Um, you Anyway, it seems that with my whole like, you know, inner psychic vibe, there's one thing I'm missing in my process. What's that? And that's asparagus. Wow, I certainly didn't expect you to say that. Now, there is a psychic who whose purpose, and she's made some predictions of 2021, but the way that she looks into the future, she doesn't need a crystal ball. She uses raw asparagus. And she throws a bunch of asparagus at a wall. It hits the wall and then it hits a formation and that's how she can read the future. Did you ever listen to the story or view the story on the Graham Norton show of the guy that had asparagus in a place that made him feel uncomfortable? Yes, I did see that. That was Mm. a story. Yeah, see, asparagus is very, very versatile. It makes you feel very uncomfortable. Yes, or can tell you the future. Now, Jemima Packington is her name, and she uses asparagus rather than the crystal ball. And she, she has the name on Instagram, Mystic Veg is her handle. Sorry, go again. And you can ask her questions. Did you say, you, you said Mystic Veg? Mystic Veg. Okay. For vegetables. For the people out there, yeah. that's veg, 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 as in... An abbreviation of vegetable. Yes. Shorten. V-E-G. Thank you. Yes. 
And after tossing some asparagus around Bianco, she's come up with some pretty, I'm going to say what I think likely predictions for the year. And I thought I'd share some with you. Are they as good as Bubba Venga's? Wow, we'll see. So she's saying that foreign travel will become the occasional option this year, which, you know, I'm fortunate. Everyone wants to go overseas. Do they? Mystic Veg also predicts two royal divorces. Two. She also sees, or the asparagus sees, the Queen making a big announcement in June. Right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks for that. And the last one, Bianca, which I think is going to interest you incredibly, Mm. she said that... Richmond are going to win the grand final again. No. She said 2021 is going to be the fall of the influencer because 2020 gave us so much perspective in life that we are going to actually be looking up to real-life everyday heroes instead of influencers. Seriously? Yeah. So she said if you're an influencer... Get a new job. That's a positive to come out of this year. Look, I mean, for some people, not for influencers. That's a win. Take that one off. I'll be happy to see that happen. (laughs) So there you go. Mystic asparagus. Maybe this person actually knows what they're talking about. You don't know. I want to have a go at this. I'm go- can someone bring me a bunch of asparagus and I'll start making wild predictions and throw it? That's amazing. I don't really think that's a good idea. I want to have her on the show. I want to know how she came up with this idea. More importantly, I want to know how she came up with the um with the Instagram handle. But I also want to see her in action throwing the asparagus. Mystic Veg. Yeah. We love the Mystic Veg. Something's been playing on my mind a little bit lately and it involves television. Oof, yes. Have you noticed that Rob Lowe's in a lot of sitcoms at the moment? Yeah, those beautiful blue eyes. How could you forget? But How he tends you not see it? He, he seems to be playing a very similar role every single time. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's like, I feel like I know what he wanted to do with his life if he didn't become an actor, Mm. and it's be an emergency services worker, because he's in three different series at the moment where he plays a cop, he plays a fire station manager, if I think that's what you call him, and he also plays like a, a paramedic. Yeah. Three different... Shows. He must get home and be like, oh my goodness, what costume am I putting on today? Yeah. He must have like career whiplash. He doesn't know where he needs to be. What happens if he starts bringing out his like Ambo sort of vibe on his other show when he's meant to be a firefighter? It's I'm confusing. asking myself the same question. Like, does he know what he what show he's on? <laughs> How does he remember his lines? It's like, oh, what seems to be the problem here? I just love that, like, you think TV producers, like, they've got this new pilot coming and they're like, hmm, emergency service person, who do we need? And they all just look around the long table and they lock eyes with each other and they just say, all in one, Rob Lowe. Yeah, but just when you thought it was only Rob Lowe that, you know, falls under this category, we have a local version of this too. Who? Her name is Kate Jenkinson. Yes. She's an Australian actress. Yes. And she's in one of my favourite television shows. And one of my favourite TV shows. Called Doctor Doctor. Called Wentworth. Okay. Well, I wasn't going down the Wentworth path. But if she's in Wentworth, maybe I've got to start watching it too. She's very good. She's in Doctor Doctor, the latest season, which I'm always going to critique because I love that series and I'm never happy with the way it ends. Might have to tell the powers to be about that one. 
But I love it nonetheless. It's one of the only shows I make an exception for on the big networks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she plays a doctor role in that. And now I've seen a promo on the same big network where she's playing another doctor. And I saw that. And, and it, but the difference is this is her own show. She plays a totally different character, but the same role. Wow. Like, so, do you think it's because it's a safe option or they're like, you know what? Really love the medical field. I want to contribute there. Because you, you'd want variety, wouldn't you? As I said with Rob, Rob Lowe, I'm convinced that he wanted to be an emergency services worker Yeah. in another life. But fell into acting with millions of dollars instead. I'm convinced Kate's the same. There you go. She's now done two roles. However, in Doctor Doctor, her role is a little... She's a bit sort of... Oh, how do I put it? Shy? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Well, she's sort of a bit... No. Anxious. Anxious? Shy and anxious okay. in her role because of her past experience where something went wrong. Ah, okay. So I don't, if, if, that's, if that's a similar thing that happens in the plot of this new series that yeah. she's in... Then I'm going to be tripped out. Well, she's top dog in Wentworth at the moment, so um, look out. See, you know who... They tend to cross over, Aussie actors. Yeah. It's not a bad thing, because the other character that's in Doctor Doctor is also in Wentworth. What's her name? One moment, please, listener. Please hold. Please hold. (laughs) Listeners, thank you. I say listener, because we know there's at least one, we hope. Nicole De Silva. Yeah. Charlie. Charlie and Dr. Doctor, she's also on yeah, Wentworth. But, yeah, but we are She's happy. all tatted up and she plays no, a very... Yeah, no, 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 but she left to be on Dr. Doctor, so... Did mm. she? Oh, good on her. She's one of poor, my poor, other favourite characters poor, poor. on Dr. Doctor. Anyway, if you haven't gotten the message here, we have spoken about Dr. Doctor already for 2021. Um, are we shocked? No. No, not really. <laughs> but anyway, I'd love to know. 0404 Surely I'm not the only one that's noticed this, that people are trying to play with their minds on television. They're like the TV Melissa McCarthy. It's like, you know what? You've seen a lot of this person. They tend to be liked. It's like when Asha Ketty was on everything. Oh, yeah. Remember those days? But look at Asha Ketty now. She's off in Byron with Nicole Richie and Melissa McCarthy, going to make it big in Hollywood. She's living her best life. See, I haven't heard her. She's completely fallen off oh, the radar. Oh, no. She's coming back in a big way. Asha Ketty, she's one of them. Love her. Lisa McCune back in the day was everywhere. Yeah. These powerful female figures all of a sudden pop up and they're everywhere. And coming to reprise his role as radio host on Neighbours, coming up, it's Carl Bianco. With Dr. Carl, a combination of the Carls. Yes! I love that idea. Thank you for suggesting that. Glad you do. I'll make it happen. Journalist Benjamin Law set Twitter into a spiral over the week. What's he done? He's asked a question and it's gotten people just really reflecting. He asked, without saying the specifics, if you were to walk into a house, what's one of the defining features that make you realise that a person is rich? And people have really gone in depth with this. What is it with people just asking random questions? I wanted to I ask, love it. I wanted to ask one, and I had somebody else ask me one the other day. Mm. The question that I was asked was, did I go to a Catholic school? Okay. And the reason I was asked that was because I said H, like that, oh, instead of yeah. H. Because... In my other role, I was alluding to something that had to be done relating to the DHHS. Ah, okay. And then somebody said, did you go to a Catholic school? And I said, why? Because you said H instead of H. 
No, but that's just modern schooling. They tell you to say H. I prefer H, but it's H. There's no right or wrong. No. Anyway. Whatever floats your boat. But yeah, Benjamin asked this question. And a lot of people had a lot of things to say, mostly to do with appliances. Now, someone said that if they've got a dishwasher, it means they're doing well for themselves. But a lot of people were saying if you've got an ice machine in your fridge, that's like top tier. Disagree. Yeah? Have you got one in yours? No. Me either. I don't, I don't think we've really done too bad for ourselves. No. Or, you know. No, we're me not, either. We haven't come from underprivileged lives. Have you got one of those lives? fridges yeah. and you knock on it and it lights up? No. None of that. No. No. But, you know, I don't think that defines whether or not you're rich or poor. I don't think so either. But it made me, like, reflect back to, like, childhood. You know when you'd go see, like, your friend's house or whatever? Oh. And then you would sort of make that evaluation. Yeah, well, I knew a family that, you know, I used to go down and you know, go around to their house a little bit, only because it was, you know, when I went to a private school in private primary school. Private school. I went to one of those private schools around this area mm-hmm. up until year four, first term year four, where I was ripped out and put into a Catholic primary school. Yep, you tapped out. Tapped out. See you later. Take Here care, you go. Bye. You're off to the same school as your sister. Thanks, mum and dad, just as I got settled. Yay. Anyway. <laughs> So, but there was this one family that I would frequent their mm-hmm. house because I was mates with their son, as you were, and they had a tennis court, they had a oh pool. Gosh. That, as far as levels goes, yeah, as far that's... as, you know, for me, that was that was amazing. Yeah, see, I was going to say a pool is always a good indicator. Comparing that to my other mate who lived in your neck of the woods mm-hmm. and his house wasn't exactly the same. Aww. Although... See, my place is hot property at the moment, more ways than one. But, um... <laughs> uh, um, in saying that, you mentioned like ice, an ice dispenser in the mm-hmm. fridge. The other friend of mine's house that I said wasn't as good as this yeah. other friend. Ice machine. They had an ice machine. Yeah. So it's like, mm, but they also did feed me soy milk. They did what? They fed me soy <laughs> Chocolate soy milk, which was okay because I actually was drinking soy milk at the time. Yeah. but and, and they happened to be as well. But it's sort of an unusual thing to go over yeah. to a person's house and be See, fed soy milk. I remember, and I think this is why I don't drink it now, I love herbal tea, but I cannot for the life of me, even thinking about English breakfast makes me feel sick. When I was in grade three, I went to a friend's house after school mm. and I was asked how many sugars I wanted in my tea. How old were you? What's grade three? Like eight, nine, ten? Tea. Tea. I've never had tea since. Disgusting. I've never been a tea person. Mm. I Green went through, tea, chamomile, moi. I went through a, a small phase in my life where I enjoyed licorice tea. Oh, see, this is why you don't like tea. Yuck. Oh, it was actually tasted all right. Yuck. No, not yuck. It was tasty for a little while. Yeah, exactly. A little while. And then it wore off pretty quickly. Yeah. Anyway. Let te- us know. Text us in. 0404000736. What made you think that someone was low key wearing a top hat around town? Well, but there's a lot of that around. Yeah. Yeah, unintentionally sometimes too. You just sort of look and you're like, oh, I reckon they wear a top hat. It's eight minutes past eight. You know what that can mean? Oh, that can only mean one thing. Not hotline and bling, the other thing. It's motivate just I- after eight. Motivated at eight past eight when we can make it that. Motivational quotes coming That's at you. 
coming Once at you. that are going to get you motivated for the year ahead. Oh, yeah. I've just had to do a quick swing because the person I picked apparently doesn't have many quotes. Oh, okay. So um, I have decided to go for a bit of Barbara Walters, TV journo veteran Barbara Walters. Okay. And I'm going to start with one like, that goes a little something like this. Please do. Work harder than everybody. You're not going to get it by whining and you're not going to get it by shouting. You're not going to get it by quitting. You're going to get it by being there. One thing I'm doing this year for Motivate is actually revealing who I'm quoting. That would be nice, actually. Just so you know. Yeah, thank you for Giving them the credit they deserve. And I'm going to start with this one from Einstein. We cannot solve problems with the kind of thinking we employed when we came up with them. Ooh, I like. Life sometimes brings enormous difficulties and challenges that seem just too hard to bear, but bear them you can and bear them you will and your life can have a purpose. Gandhi gives you this one. Learn as if you will live forever. Live like you will die tomorrow. You will have some failure and you will be able to go on. Add a new chapter and have a more interesting time. Churchill gives us this. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. You know who plays him really well? Who? Me? Well, yeah, that actually wasn't that bad. Actually, no, if I'm going to sound like church, I've got to... Success is not final. No, All right, you no, know no, no, no. Gary Oldman does much better. Okay, thanks. All right, final one from Barbara. Success can make you go one of Ooh, two ways. To success. Success. Great success. It can make you a prima donna or it can smooth the edges, take away the insecurities, let the nice things come out. I'll leave you with this one from Will Rogers. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. That's that's, nice. That resonates with me a lot, actually. Yeah. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. Hmm. Because honestly, yesterday's history, today's a mystery, tomorrow is a gift. And that's That's a Kalbyanko one for you. Well, you didn't finish it, though. What? That's why it's called the present. It's a gift. Is that how it ends? (laughs) Have you not seen Kung Fu Panda? Well... No. The wise turtle says it. Or is he a tortoise? I don't know. Well, really nice to know you know your animals. <laughs> Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday. First Monday of 2021. Woo! Good attitude. I really just tapped into my inner Oprah then. Did you see what just happened? Woo! <laughs> I was literally, I was listening to Super Soul Sundays on the way here and it's really resonated with me. It's like that song, ah, you just had your inner Woo. moment. Woo! She does that a lot, actually. Okay, here I am. I was just waiting for it. Is, am I turning into Oprah this year? I would not be mad if that were the case. Well, if you're going to offer me a car, I would uh, You get a car. It. I decline it only because I don't have my license. You know, thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> hey, when have you broken work protocols for the sake of it? Uh, uh, or just because, you know, you want like to... Like a bit. Freedom. When you say protocol, though, is it protocol, protocol, or is it a guideline where they say you shouldn't do it, but you do it anyway? No, or like, do not. this is a hard shouldn't do it. Ooh. Hard shouldn't Ooh. do it, and you have. Yeah, I've done it. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because the Indian cricket team were in a bit of trouble. I did. See I know this. it's a, a different kind of an example. However, five of their players have allegedly yes. eaten out at an eatery in Melbourne before mm-hmm. they shot off to Sydney. Yes, in the public, and they were not supposed to do that. Yes. See, and, the issue is right when you're in the public eye, you can get away with nothing. Nah, not these days. 
You're getting recognised. Because everybody's got a phone mm-hmm. and this is how it's blown up because yes. they were allegedly enjoying a meal and one of their fans noticed, took photos of them and paid their bill and sprouted the news that they'd paid for their bill because they were his legends. Mm. This is what's happened. Allegedly. Allegedly. And, um, and obviously, it's blown up. Yeah, people have had some, had some questions. Yep. Yep. And they're under investigation for potentially mm. breaching their strict protocols not to go out and interact with the public. Yes. Because it's a very, you know... We're touch and go situation. here at the we, we really are. And given the fact that they weren't sure whether or not the test would go ahead in Sydney because of what's happening mm-hmm. up there. And then they've gone out the public. It's very... Yes. Mm. But it's prompted the question for me this morning. When you have broken work protocols because you've had to or you just did and how'd you yeah. go... Yeah. And I also want to know when you actually break protocol, like what do you do? Because I am one of those people where I do it for the benefit of people that sometimes protocol has to be broken, mm. but then I feel the need to write a note announcing that I broke protocol and this is the reason why. Look, I've been very cautious at my other work, uh, place mm. that I'm involved with, my workplace, Yep. because there is times where you can give away prizes. I'm just going to put it on the record yep. here. You can give away prizes. And there may have been a <laughs> prize that was of worthy note that, you know, they give away a pit. And I might have given an extra one away thinking that we had one. Bianco literally thought he was Oprah. And yeah, um, I thought, you get one, I get one, everyone gets one. No, nah. no, one no, prize. No, no, no. And I got a firm, why did you do this? Yes, very firm. I do recall this. Why did you do this? This is unacceptable. There was only one box on the prize sheet to allocate one. Yes. And you allocated a second one. Please explain. Anyway, the good news is the person that questioned my reasoning behind it ended up, you know, getting over it, building a bridge and liking me in the end. Oh, well, that's nice. So that was a good outcome. Yeah. A good outcome to breaking protocol. But also good for you for giving away just one extra because it could have gotten into your head. You could have given everybody a prize, you know. Well, see, but it's not like that. Mm. You have to be very, very careful yeah. with these things. Anyway, but I broke protocol and I'd love to know when you've done the same at work or anywhere, really. Maybe you were somewhere. I, I thought I was breaking protocol when I went to go fly away to Italy and I had forks in my bag. <laughs> Never forget. They, but they accept forks, of all things. But if it was a knife, nah, I don't know. But forks, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we don't have. at least we don't have to worry about that for a while. They're not doing their forking job right. <laughs> fly away. Ooh, fly away. <laughs> <laughs> fly away, my tones and I. It's Carl Catherine here with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3. And if you're wondering, we're totally fine. Fine. But hey, as you've said over the course of the show, Bianco, it is our first Monday of 2021. First Monday under the belt. So obviously, it wouldn't be a show without me having some sort of spectacular fail. And I think if this sets the tone for what this year is going to be, I'm going to have some great radio content, but my goodness, it's going to be Did bad. Did you say a spectacular fail? Yep. Oh, okay. Epic proportions. Oh, that started at the wrong point. Anyway, go on. So, um... I obviously, as I have said in 2020, I have moved around a little bit work-wise. Yes, you have. I've become a department gal. And um, that means that I am working with a whole lot of new people. And on this occasion, on Saturday, I started very early. And the person that I was co-flooring with, that's a term, 
I'm learning. Co-flooring. Co-flooring. Ah. On the shoe floor. Right. I hadn't met before, okay? So I've got my own little desk and computer and I've got to like clock in and do my thing. And so I've gone to sign in and I had that moment where I'm like, oh, it's 10 past nine. Was I meant to start at nine or 9.30? Let me check on my phone. I forgot my sound was on and it was a very empty department store at this time, which means acoustics were popping. Mm. So it was very unfortunate that um, my phone was on full volume. May have been on TikTok on the way into work. Uh. And um, a very inappropriate for work sound came out of my phone. Very, very loud. Very loud. And very, very clear. Mm. And it echoed across the entire department floor. <laughs> I don't. And no. you know when it's so quiet, it has that reverb, so it'll say it, but then it will continue to say it? Yeah. That was um, the first impression that my co-floor employee, my co-worker, my co-floor worker, if you will, um, had of me. And um, I just want to know, Bayside, when have you made a really bad first impression? Because that was not a good one. When have you had a really bad up? Yes. Basically. Yes. And how have you, like, overcome it? Because I just went, I just looked at her, bearing in mind I have a mask on as well, yeah. smiled, just headed out the back and took a I 10. Can, and... I can only imagine how you were feeling. You know, that's just happened. You're, you don't know whether or not you're actually early or you're late. Yeah. But it's one of those situations too, because I was literally the only other person there. Was it in this year or was it in last year? It was in this year, 2021. Oh, I was going to say. Serving me some only, absolute only shockers. Only a couple of days old this year and you're just thinking, this. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Boy, oh boy. Yeah, it happens quite a lot actually. But you know how sometimes if your phone like shoots off something like that, there's people around you and you can blame it on them and look around? It was just me. It was bad. Um, I made some friends with some other departments, though, because they thought it was very funny. I can imagine. Some people would be laughing. They'd be in fits of laughter. Yeah. Others, not so much. Not so much. Mm. So, yeah, first impressions, guys, apparently they do matter. And um, I made an absolute shocker of a first one yeah. for this lady on the co-floor. But I wouldn't expect anything less from you, to be honest. That's, yeah, me either. That's just how you walk around places. But I was going so well. I was tracking so well in 2021. And then at 9 o'clock, 10 past 9, Saturday, on what would have been what? The second? Third? Second. I was like, nope, it's over. It's a strong first day. We're done. <laughs> New Year, same. <laughs> Beep. Walk, walk into 2021, I'm just like, this. Yeah, good on you. Ceo the Green, forget you, Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning. I wish I could forget that. 88.3. Sick days, we were very careful last year. There was, you know, if we took a sick day, it could have gone anyway. And we didn't really talk about it that much. No, it was a bit dicey. Anyway, I couldn't believe it when I read this story of a man who took 808 sick days. 800, wow. 808 sick days and then... Was sued by his employer, but he won the case. What? Yes. Wait, how? So, 808 days, but how many years is that? Like, over the space of how long? Well, what? There's 365 days Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Did he just take a couple of consecutive consecutive years off, or is this over the space of, like, a 10-year period? I've got questions. Ah, 405 missed shifts after four years at the company. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean... He didn't have we one get it. year. He'd been working there since 2000 at this place. Yeah. 
But he had not gone one year with a full attendance record. I love that. I love that. Wow. <laughs> this is quite a funny story, actually. <laughs> I'm glad you're reading it as it's live on air. Good for you. Oh, no, it's just uh, a couple of bits of attention to detail I didn't pay attention to. But I just read the title, 808 Days of Sick Leave that he took. Wow. Didn't have a full year's attendance since 2000. And, that's, and he's won his case. Good on him. Good on him. There's hope for everybody, really, isn't there, after oh, that? Oh, yeah. But I'd love to know when you've, you know, just pulled the sickie of all sickies. Oh. <laughs> it took you a minute to the process what I just said there. This takes me You're back. Right? We're going right back. This is the second time I brought up, like, 10-year-old me. Mm. So, at the time, I was, what, probably grade four. So, I've progressed since the last anecdote by a year. And... um. I just discovered the Lucille Ball show. The what? You know, I love Lucy. Oh, yeah. And um, my mum had gotten me a box set of it, and I really enjoyed it, and I was at school. And at the time, I was being groomed to be the high school champion. I was being sent to regional. And there's a thing, you know how you used to do the scissor kick to jump up? I had no. to do a backflip. I was a fat child. Don't try and make <laughs> fat kids do scissor kicks. It never ends well. Come on. I they did this thing. It was called the Frosby flop, and so instead of doing scissor kicks over the bar, you had to do like hurl your body backwards over. So it was like a backflip, and um, I fell particularly hard on the mat, and I saw it as an opportunity to go home and watch I Love Lucy. <laughs> so I milked it a little bit, and um, yeah, two days watching I Love Lucy. It was great. Good work. Mm. Well, I was meant to appear on a podcast once. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget this. Little did I know that the night before I was going to go to my mate's place and they had mm. alcohol and they fed me drinks and then I woke up the next day. I actually left this my mate's place quite mm. late in the morning when I wasn't really intending on leaving that late. Anyway, I've woken up and I've realized, oof, I'm meant to be somewhere. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm not getting there physically and it was a struggle enough to do it over the phone. For as long as I did. I think I did half, and a half an hour chat and I did it over the phone. And I was just like, Ugh, I've seen better days. <laughs> but see, that's a compliment to us, Bayside, because Bianca was in the same situation this morning. And look at him, he fronted up. Well, I'm not going to miss our own radio show. That's silly. Yeah, it is on, silly. on the exception of one time when I was about to head off, jet off somewhere. Can, can I tell you, I had actual flashbacks of that moment. That's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to hang back a bit. I don't want to be here by myself. If it had been 6.40 when I woke up, then it may have been really cutting it fine. Yeah. But thankfully, it was 6.30. Well, see, my intuition said I think he might be a 6.30 riser. And there he was. (laughs) I'm a a 6... Can you put that in your Insta bio? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a... (laughs) I'm a 6.30 riser. That's it. Yeah, there you go. 6.30 riser. Yep. Thanks for that. No worries. This is just for you. Lucas Graham. Once I was seven years old, fat and shit. <laughs> Carl and Catherine with you. First Monday, under the belt. Under the belt. Almost. I've never understood that quote. Under the belt. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really say I do either. I just say it. Something, something along the lines. I'm sure we'll be corrected by our program manager at I'm some sure. point. I'm um, sure. Hey, speaking of not understanding, though, <laughs> have you seen Good one. one of the, the popular new gift to give people? I saw at least two of these. Did you say gift or gif? Gift. Thank you. Although we, we aren't opposed to a couple of good gifts around USA. here. USA. 
Yes. So I obviously trolling through the socials. And the other day I saw a post from a Facebook friend and I looked at it and didn't think anything of it. But then there was a lot of text accompanying the photo. And you know how sometimes you're like, oh, I'm going to just leave that. It wasn't what I posted on New Year's Eve, was it? It wasn't, no. Okay, thanks. But I did appreciate that. Very sweet. Thanks. Um, Anyway, and then I looked again because I was like, this is interesting. And they'd gone to the effort of bolding certain parts of the thing. And I was like, okay, I need to read this. Mm. And then I realized what I was looking at. So the image that I saw was two circles, very detailed circles linked together on a black canvas. And I was like, okay, it appears, Bianco, that the new gift to give people is to go get your irises and your pupils photographed and then putting whoever it could be, it could be your partner, it could be a friend, whatever, putting your two pupils on a canvas together in what looks like a Venn diagram. Sorry? Yes. No, if that's you something... go and have a photo shoot of your eyeballs, and then this place, and apparently there's a lot of them now because it's very popular. Put your eyeballs, as in your pupil, and your iris. I've never really understood the difference. Actually, no, I do know the difference between that, and put them on a canvas so you can look at your own eyeballs all the time. No, thanks. <laughs> uh, who has come up with this idea? I don't know, but it's really caught on and I've seen quite a few people doing it and I just, like, wouldn't just a nice portrait of you be enough? Does it have to be your eyeball? And it's really gross because it's like a really intense, like, close-up of it. You know how people's eyes are sort of all different and, like, there's, like, different specks of different things? Yeah, nah. It's not too bad, but I hope it doesn't become a thing in 2021 that people do it. Your new profile picture is your eyeball. The positive is you will get a retina inspection. And it's something that a lot of people won't see coming. We've had uh, a message sent to us by our trusty program manager, Colin Tyrus, who I said would get us the yes. actual meaning of under your belt. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, it's having it in your stomach, but it's probably more frequently used figuratively to mean having acquired something often intellectual. There you go. There we Thank go. you, Colin. And speaking of Colin, he will be coming up after the 9am news here on 88.3 Southern FM for a newsman and his music. He's talking to Sam Gladhill, who has the men's health segment. We'll focus on New Year's resolutions, which we haven't even got to this no. morning. Also, all of the regulars that you can expect, Paul Gattel with finance, Sandy Kay with entertainment, the lot, and a special report on Sir Paul McCartney, whose latest album reached number one on the UK charts. There you go. There you go. Big show ahead. Something to look forward to. Hey, something I completely miss, but is definitely a highlight of last year that was, you know, sort of crept under the radar a little bit. A man recorded his baby sounds for the whole year of last year. Cute. And he turned it into one of Australia's most iconic songs of all time. Do you want to have a listen to it? Love to. I know, it sounds a bit triggering. It sounds like my possessed Furby. <laughs> but you know what it is? This... This is... <laughs> his baby... Baby Ryan has been recorded. <laughs> and... and <laughs> 
and turned into ACDC's Thunderstruck. <laughs> this is the stuff of nightmares. Who needs chipmunks when you got baby Ryan? Here's the punchline. If anyone wants to know what the inner workings of my mind is, it's this. I'm sorry. It's that's a- how my brain processes. Yeah, I, I thought so. That's It's the first Monday of the year, and I just thought we needed something just like that. You know what's so terrible about that? What? It's stuck in my head already. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, wow indeed. Anyway, that was Baby Ryan's Thunderstruck. His father, Matt, recorded Baby it. Baby Ryan's Thunderstruck. <laughs> His dad did a good thing and recorded him as a child. Can you do me a favour, Bianco? Can yeah. you please pretend we just did that whole song and back announce that for me? Okay. I'll go right to the end and we'll just turn Like them, you would if you were to play the full the, thing. Turn the mics off for two okay. seconds while we play this. And there was Baby Ryan's Thunderstruck. <laughs> Carl and Catherine here with you on a Monday morning. Let us know what you thought of that. I thought that was a great rendition of that the song. That was great. This is Baker Boy for your Monday morning. This is Move. I wonder if he's going to channel Thunderstruck next. He may. You he never know. version. Maybe. Uh, 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 uh. Don't quit your day job. Because I just want to move. What have we learned? What have you learned? Well, obviously, we can't go without saying that we've learned that you're a 6.30 riser. I'm well any other day of the week. Yeah, usually I'm about a five thirty riser mm. on a Monday because I like to be up and yeah. ready for the show. But today, after a long week last week, <laughs> was a very very long week. I was a bit of a slow riser today, but I made it, and that's the you main made thing. Yeah, didn't let you down like you I have didn't. before. <laughs> didn't let you down. You even arrived with a present for me, so you really are kicking goal. That was to say I'm sorry that I'm late. <laughs> Preemptive. <laughs> Sorry that I'm, I preempted the fact that I was going to be late this morning because it was a week and a half. Yeah. Eight days a week, that old saying. That's what it felt like last yeah. week. Eight days. I love it. I struggled, but we got there in the end, which is the main thing. Absolutely. What did you learn today, Bianca? I learned that we can still make a story out of your life and that I can cover it all of 2021, which is fantastic. Yeah, see, I've learned you've got that in the system now and you can just bring it out at any moment, which <laughs> terrifies me. <laughs> Retail radio. That's the new no. thing. That's, that's what it's going to be called. From now on, so we just end up describing your life. The day of a life. What happens when I move out of retail? What are you going to do? Is it still retail radio? It's. Because I'm stuck with. I'm just stuck with retail the rest of my life. It's Catherine's life story. That's what it becomes. But right now it's retail radio because you're in retail, so. Yes, I am. Did you learn anything else? Mm, What else did I. I learned that babies can apparently do a real good cover of ACDC. That was impressive. (laughs) It was really impressive. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it, really. I haven't learned much else. Oh, I'm sorry. Truth. Yeah. No, well, it's been a great show. Thank you for tuning in, Bayside. Well, thank you. Yeah, and don't forget, Colin's coming up after the mm-hmm. 9 o'clock news. He is. Another massive show. Yeah. So look forward to listening to what he's got to bring to our ears. Yeah, and stick with Southern FM for the rest of your working week and weekend, obviously. Because there's just so much that gets brought to you. That's it. And it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Until next Monday, because we're taking a few Fridays off. We are. Enjoy. Have a wonderful week. Have a great week. and Stay safe. Yeah, see you same time, same place next week. I can say that now. Yes, we will see you then. Here's George Ezra, though, to take us out. Take care. See you later. Bye. 
You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.